Hey there, it's Nick. You're listening to the Secrets Hotline at 1929 Secrets. I usually don't do trigger warnings, but this episode does include some frank admissions surrounding sexual abuse and rape that sensitive listeners might want to skip. Thanks. I have an obsession, and I just need to talk to someone. I kind of have a gross secret. When I was really young, I didn't know what discharge was. Sometimes when I'm going to the bathroom and I was strangely fascinated, I will scrape the discharge from my underwear and wipe it on the wall in front of me. I used to try different ways to get as much of it as I could. And when I got older, I thought I was really sick. It's so weird when I think about it and say it out loud. And I asked my mom, and she just told me what it was. I was embarrassed immediately. (laughs) Okay, bye. Thank you. This week marks 12 months since I started tea. That's just got me thinking about stuff because it feels like a milestone. I am thinking about changing my name to Arthur, but it feels weird to, and like too vulnerable to ask people I know to change the name that they call me, especially because I don't actually hate my name. I just don't love the way that people tend to perceive it. My big secret is that I am married. Currently, the only people that know are my husband, obviously, and a few select people who we have told. Mom has been very adamant about me not marrying this individual. He's an artist like myself, and she's kind of scared that he won't be able to support me. And maybe she's right. Maybe I'm like young and naive and in the throes of romance, and I'm going to regret this, but... Right now, it still feels like the best decision I've ever made in my life. I'm 21 now, and I've been an escort since I was 18, on and off, but that's not even the secret. The secret now is that I'm dating a 42-year-old, and I don't know if that's weird or not. Sometimes, like, I realize that I wasn't even born yet. He was my age. I met a young lady online. We started dating, and then as we were talking about it, I found out that I am one month older than her father. And I sort of feel guilty about it. But she keeps telling me that I shouldn't worry, but I still do. I'm having massive fantasies about someone that I visit inside of a Zoom room during class, but I have a partner. So it's just between me and you. I am a nanny, and one of the dads that I nanny for is very attractive. (laughs) When I was with my ex for like the entire duration of the relationship, I fantasized about sleeping with his roommate. I never did it. I kind of wish I had. (laughs) 
I had a boyfriend of a very, very long time. I ended up cheating on him three separate times. And one of the times was with a professional basketball player who he adores. Thank you, goodbye. Your husband doesn't care that I'm older than you, fatter than you, hairier than you, because I'm more fun than you. And I think that's important for women to hear. A few weeks ago, I decided to start having, having an affair. an affair with a married man, and I don't feel bad about it. I don't think I've ever felt more alive. And I'm wondering what part of me traumatically is responding to this. I've been dating this guy for two years, but for the last year, me and his sister have been hooking up secretly. Why don't I feel bad that I'm hurting someone? But I don't, and it's fun, and that's it. I am the sort of mistress in a relationship, and I just completely fell in love with him. I don't want to be in love with him. I really don't want to be in love with them, but it doesn't feel like I can stop. I don't know what to do. My secret is that this summer I dated someone in an open relationship, and I guess my secret is that I think I like him a lot more than I lead on. I'm in love with the guy who raped me. I really can't stop loving him um, because we had a lot of good stuff happen after that. But just can't stop thinking about him, even though we've broken up. And uh, I miss him a lot. And I'm, I just wish that I could move on and meet somebody different. But he's still the only person I can think of. I am attracted to my rapist. But at the same time, I'm completely disgusted by him. When I was 10, my stepdad molested me. Not a single day goes by that I don't remember it and have some kind of physical remembering. That's not a secret, unfortunately. But I'm in my late 40s, and when I masturbate and I can't quite come, I think about and call on that physical experience. And that's how I get to orgasm sometimes. And the second I'm done, I feel fucking disgusting and usually cover up and cry a little bit. I have a lot of fetishes. Most recently, I learned I have a clown fetish and an armpit fetish. But I think a more honest secret is that sometimes I worry that my sadism makes me dangerous. I worry about that a lot. I'm so embarrassed about it to this day. Um, I didn't know that girls could masturbate. Like, at all. Just didn't think it was possible. So, you know, I, first, I lived the first half of my life thinking that... Um, only only boys could masturbate and uh you know it opened up a whole new world for me at that point hey nick when i was 19 or maybe even like 17 
pretty young, still living in the town I grew up in. Uh, I got a job at a pizza place. Almost every day when I would drive to work, I would masturbate in the car on the way to my job at the pizza shop. When I was 14 to 16, I used to push the elevator door button with my penis. I have a comically large penis. Nobody really knows except for my wife. Uh, and one of my friends is a sex worker and she is a friend of my wife's. And for some reason, I guess I needed validation. <laughs> I anonymously paid for a rating and she really liked it and <laughs> asked me if I wanted to collaborate. I said no, cause you know, that's not okay. It felt really, really validating to have someone who's seen a lot of dicks to tell me that I have the biggest dick they've ever seen. Sometimes I guess I feel like it's not enough. Like I look around and I'll look at my friends and I'll be like, wow, they have a lot going for them. I kind of wish I could have done something better with my life in a way so that I could have been the star of the show or that one girl that everybody loves but I'm not I don't mind it but I wish I was most of my friends think that I'm a straight A student but my sophomore year of college I failed every single class that I was in I'm 31 and I have never had a stable job. I just went through school and I am freaking the fuck out. Seriously, I am freaking out because I just feel like I'm a failure. I'm really scared. I get my medication from my school's pharmacy. I fake bipolar disorder to get the medication that I'm on right now. I was introduced to cocaine fairly late in my life. I'm older. And it was the best thing in the world. To give some context, I stole my roommate's cocaine this past night. I didn't really sleep. But um, anyway, when I'm taking a shit and I just can't push it out, like, I don't know, it's just not really going and I'm sitting there for a while, I have this really distinct image of like a hook or something just pulling it out of me, which is really kind of gross, but also sounds so satisfying when you just can't push it out. My neighbor is basically a tool. He's done all kinds of stuff over the years. My wife did some work for him and he never paid her. And his dog often comes into my backyard and craps on my lawn. Well, my dog died. And one of the things my dog loved were those little pill pockets. You know, as he was getting older and he had to have pills, it's a little meaty thing. You put the pills in and then the dog swallows it. Well, my dog loved those. I had a bunch left over. So I took them and stuffed them all with X-Lax pills, and I threw them into my neighbor's yard because I figured 
hey, maybe his dog can crap in his house instead of in my yard for a change. Sometimes I wonder if I have anger issues because I get so frustrated at small things that my friends do. And instead of saying so, I just bury it deep inside of me. I don't even know if this qualifies as a secret. I just kind of fucking hate my family. I have a daughter. My wife and I have a routine of putting her down, bath, read, and then she eats and goes to bed. I don't use soap on my uh, child when I bathe her. I think my wife thinks that I use soap, but I don't. She's a happy baby, but she's just soapless. <laughs> Today, I found out that I'm pregnant and I can't tell anyone in my family because they think that I stopped seeing the person who is the father over a year ago. I'm terrified. I don't know whether I'm gonna keep it or not. My dad has been slowly becoming more delusional over time and he refuses to do anything about it. I'm kind of waiting and like hoping for him to pass away at some point. It would just be a lot easier if we didn't have to deal with what's going on. Hi. Currently, I have my whole family believing that I am straight, but I'm bisexual. And no one knows, except for my friends. Well, they don't even know. They think I'm a lesbian. I know, I was like 17, I was having a emo phase and for no reason I stole the batteries out of my grandma's clock my great grandma's clock and now she's dead and I don't know what to do about it I don't think I'm ever going to tell anyone my parents and uh, my whole family thinks that I have this thriving to normal social life in college but really I don't at all I pretty much only have one friend I don't know if there's something wrong with me <laughs> My husband thinks I eat halal when I converted to Islam to marry him. But actually, since we moved to every chance I get, I go out and I, I go to different barbecue spots and I eat pulled pork sandwiches. And every time I get to do this, I feel like it's the best day of the year. I love pork so much. That's it for the Secrets Hotline for now. Of course, you can always leave your own secret or any other feedback you have about the show at 929secrets or at secretshotline.org. And as always, if you call back within 24 hours, I will not publish your call. This episode featured tracks from Build Buildings, Quiet Noise, Henry Leo Duclos, Distant Fires Burning, and Justin Varis. Check the show notes for links. Our opening theme is by George Langford, and our end theme by Stephen Jackson. The Secrets Hotline is a labor of love and radio and made possible thanks to our supporters on Patreon. Thank you. If you want to help keep the show going, you can contribute at loveandradio.org member. Right now, the audience for this podcast is relatively small, 
which to be honest, I kind of like. But it's not quite enough to justify the amount of time that's spent on it, so I need your help getting the word out. If you haven't already done so, please write a review in your favorite podcast app. Thank you if you've already done so. And also, my secret is that I have absolutely garbage social media skills. So if you're actually good at that kind of thing, send people here. I'm Nicholas Sardine Punch Punch Vanderkolk. Thank you for listening.